Welcome, friends. I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for November 1st, 2023. Today's Psalm lesson is from Psalm 34, verses 1 to 10 and verse 22. All Saints Day. I will praise the Lord at all times. My mouth will continually praise Him. I will boast in the Lord. Let the oppressed hear and rejoice. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us praise his name together. I sought the Lord's help, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant. Do not let your faces be ashamed. This oppressed man cried out, and the Lord heard. He saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord camps around the Lord's loyal followers and delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the one who takes shelter in him. Fear the Lord, you chosen people of his. For those who fear him lack nothing. Even young lions sometimes lack food and are hungry. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. The Lord rescues his servants. All who take shelter in him escape punishment. New English Translation in all times and every place throughout history, God has specialized in taking imperfect and broken people and transforming their lives. On the Christian calendar, November 1st is the day each year to remember the saints who have gone before us. This day is meant to be an intentional way of not forgetting the people, friends, and family, as well as long-dead historical saints who made a significant impact in our spiritual lives. All Saints Day is more than a focus on extraordinary persons. It highlights the work of ordinary Christians who faithfully live their lives. We give thanks for the gift of how they live their faith every day. We also remember that all believers in Jesus are united and connected through the cross. Remembering is a prominent theme in Holy Scripture. Over 100 times we are told to remember God's covenant and actions on behalf of people, to remember the needy and those less fortunate, and to remember the important people who influenced us in our journey of faith. Hebrews 13.7 says, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. We are to be inspired now in the present with the actions of faithful saints of the past. They serve as a model of faithfulness, so that we will persevere in our Christian lives and not give up. Through biblical stories of very human persons being used of God, as well as reading biographies of godly people, we can gain motivation for patience and perseverance until Jesus returns. Who are the people in your life? that went out of their way to communicate God's love to you with both words and actions? Who were those persons who labored behind the scenes in prayer so that you and others would know Jesus? If any of those persons are still around and you know where they are, remember them, drop them a note, express to them a simple thank you for their influence in your life. You will not only encourage that person, it will help you remember and re-engage with something in your life you may have forgotten or have just taken for granted for too long. 
We are not to live our Christian lives in isolation from others, as if we do not need them. You and I are here today because someone influenced us in the way of Jesus, and we will continue to persevere and thrive in the faith when we remember those who have gone before us and allow those here in the present to journey with us along this road of faith. Today is all about remembrance. We remember answered prayer and salvation. We recollect the people who gave us the life-giving gospel message in both word and deed. We remember the death of Christ and recall that he said he is coming back. The psalmist recalled his rescue and pulled it forward into the present so that all God's worshipers could taste and see that the Lord is good. This is exactly what the Apostle Peter did for a church which needed to recall and remember the mighty acts of God. He says in 1 Peter 2, Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Our memories are accessed through symbols and with taste and sight. God uses symbols to reveal himself to us. For example, when God wanted to show us the ugliness of sin and the cost of forgiveness, the Lord told the Israelites to kill an animal and sprinkle its blood on their clothing and on the altar. That sounds awful. Yet worshippers never walked away from the experience, scratching their heads and wondering what it was all about. That's because they encountered and tasted the drama of sin and redemption. Their senses saw it, felt it, smelled it, and tasted the meat from it. Symbols have power. We cannot know God with only our minds. We're more than brains on a stick. People need ordinary events, like shared meals, that include symbols and rituals. Every year, faithful Jews gather to remember and reenact the Passover, the story of how they were enslaved in Egypt, oppressed by Pharaoh, and set free by God. To this day, pious Jews still remember the Passover by eating and drinking together and telling stories. We need both words and sacraments. Therefore, holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas involve both verbal expressions of gratitude and love and particular actions of love in giving gifts and sharing food. Together it all connects us to God, to one another, and to a history of God's people. Jesus met his disciples in the upper room to celebrate Passover together. Jesus energized their time together by filling it with words and symbols of love and redemption. Christ told the disciples about his upcoming death and acted symbolically. Take and eat. This is my body. Take this cup. Drink from, drink from it, all of you. Rather than sitting around analyzing the bread and discussing the wine's vintage, the disciples ate and drank. They tasted real food and drink. They also tasted real spiritual food. It's one thing to speak of God's presence, and it's another thing to experience that presence through an ordinary shared ritual of bread and cup. God is good. Jesus is our Emmanuel, God with us. 
Christ is present with us through our ritual of fellowship and food. When the 16th century reformer John Calvin was asked how Jesus is present to us at the Lord's Supper, he explained, Now if anyone asks me how this takes place, I shall not be ashamed to confess that it is a secret too lofty for either the mind to comprehend or my words to declare. I rather experience it than understand it. The taste of bread reminds us of the incarnation of Christ and Christ's humiliation and death. The taste of drinking the cup reminds us of the sacrifice of Christ, the drops of blood which Jesus sweated in Gethsemane, and the beatings, floggings, nails, and crown of thorns that caused the bleeding. Tasting the bread and cup when we celebrate communion reminds us that our sins are forgiven, we are united to Christ, and we are united together. There are historical events which are just that. Then there are past actions which linger with continual results into the present. The incarnation, life, death, resurrection, ascension, and glorification of the Lord Jesus are past redemptive events which continue to exert powerful force into the here and now. Saints throughout church history have moved the message of Christ along and demonstrated for us that the past lives in the person of Jesus Christ. Along with them, we proclaim that Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ is coming again, and God has something planned for those who have gone before us, along with us, so that together we will experience the perfect righteousness of Christ forever. We are encouraged through word and sacrament to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ until he comes again. Let us respond to God's wooing invitation to eat and drink, to taste and see that the Lord is good through faith, hope, and love. Let us find in God our refuge and strength, our ever-present help. Soli Deo Gloria.